0: You know I'm going get to get, yeah. get you, yeah, whatever it takes to, it takes to get there. Yeah. You know Hello, everyone, and welcome back down. to the Basement Talk podcast. Ed Salt, joined by Jake Simone, as usual, the salt to my pepper, the Adam to my Eve, the Simon to my Garfunkel. How are you, Jake?
1: Yeah, you know, good to be back, buddy. How are
0: you? Okay. I'm okay. It's been, um, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, I yeah. think it's fair to say. Um, but yeah, back. A uh, little bit of a break, but here we are. Let's do it. Yes, sir. So it is MLB preview day with the season opener, of course, that you all have been watching baseball since the first pitch on Thursday. This episode you will be hearing on Saturday, so hopefully everyone has enjoyed the first two days of baseball and is looking forward to a very long season of baseball. We'll be going through a comprehensive season preview, picking out award winners, uh, division winners, wild cards, and then at the end, it'll be World Series picks for Jake and I. But first, the way we start off every single show. Jake your deep sleeper please. My deep sleeper is
1: going to be, as we saw on Friday, I think it was draft day trades. I think Mm. we might have a uh, record for trades. Uh, It looks like that kind of year for the NFL draft and, um, quarterbacks. That's also a deep sleeper. I feel like every team wants a new quarterback in this day and age. And, uh, there will be many more trades. That's all I have to say. Especially on draft day, it's going to be uh, a crazier year, crazier year than most, I would say. So it's a deep sleeper. At least another, I would say, two more trades before draft day. You heard it her
0: here th- first. I would think so. I think at I think, Atla- think so.
1: Atlanta picking four will trade down.
0: Yeah, especially if they maybe thought they were going to take. Mac Jones, and maybe now they're not going to get the opportunity to do so with San Francisco pretty much signaling that they're going to take a quarterback at three?
1: Yeah, I was thinking either trade down, and if the offer doesn't suffice, I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. They've already met with him twice, apparently. He's probably the best player that's not a quarterback in this draft, mm-hmm. I would lean towards. I don't I, well, want I would to agree. put my name to that just yet but uh draft day trades i think uh two more draft day two more trades before draft day and uh, i'm sure we're going to talk more about the draft when uh the time is appropriate but big big sleeper two more trades i'm feeling it i think atlanta and honestly don't sleep on cincinnati at five trading down either Uh, they seem to just not care about protecting joe burrow so who knows with them And, and even don't sleep on it detroit at seven that They're not taking quarterbacks. They're happy with golf. If like a Trey Lance is there at seven, maybe a team like Washington or Chicago trades up or New England at 15. So people are going to be aggressive this year and get their quarterback because I guess next year's class isn't meeting the eye to a lot of these clubs based on the actions we've already seen.
0: Yeah, and I, I can tell you what, the Zenville draft, I, I, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I am so ready for it. Oh, and we get when we get like it's a draft season, and we're two weeks away, and you know we're starting to gear up for the Basement Talk Podcast Mock Draft Special, where we're going to have Part One picks one to sixteen on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show, and seventeen to thirty two we're going to have on the Basement Talk Podcast. It's it's just going to be unbelievable, and there's going to be just so much draft content that'll be coming out on the Fantasy Show. And then there'll also be so much draft content coming out on here, which Jake and I we could just talk about the draft for for days Love and it. days and days on end. Better than the Super Bowl, in my opinion, draft weekend. It, it's more exciting. It's it uh, definitely is more exciting.
1: It involves all thirty two teams. Like yeah. ha- how can you not be fired up? About and there's the NFL
0: like, draft? There, there's speculation. And I think that's what we really crave more than yes. anything else. It isn't really. Competition, because of course, us as Jets and Cowboys fans, I think we would much, we would have a different opinion about Super Bowl weekend if we were, let's say, Patriots fans or, or Chiefs fans. We probably would have a different opinion. But because we are Jets and Cowboys fans, we do live sort of vicariously through the NFL draft and the excitement that that it it does bring. But I mean, I yeah, good draft weekend, like you said, Jake, <laughs> it's my it's my favorite weekend of the year, maybe Me coupled too. with the first weekend of March Madness. It, it, it's very it's close. It's very, very close.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say that, or I would probably say week one of the NFL is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Masters weekend for me, too, me personally. Masters
1: weekend. Yeah, no, not so much for me. Um,
0: I, I'm just going to sit in two weeks. I'll be sitting on the couch Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just watching the that's Masters crazy. nonstop.
1: That's crazy. Just just in November too, so they're gonna have a quick turnaround like that.
0: That's it's awesome. Wonderful. It is the wonderful. Marines are really soft
1: in November too.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were. And now, now that that Augusta Sunshine is gonna have that golf course flush, it's gonna. That's like the official kickoff to spring. Is when you when you just see Augusta National with the Masters. That is how you know we've made it. Can't wait, man. Ne- need it. Oh, yes, we do. In a, in a very, very big way. Um, all right. Uh, mine is definitely a bit more uh, personal. Um, my deep sleeper for this week is social media. And um, I'm going to try and get through this to the best of my ability. No promises that that happens. Um, but there's been a whole conversation that has started this week And really has been going on for quite a while about how can you regulate users in terms of social media and regulate how they interact with each other. And, you know, there's been a lot that's come out of, you know, uh, athletes and things like that being racially abused um, and you know, this week, uh, oh, this is—it um, was a tough week for um, for a lot of people that um, are around the Arsenal fan community, where we lost someone who had been harassed on social media, received death threats, and things like that, and ended up taking his own life. And my own, my only question is what now happens to that person who, and there are screenshots of the messages and everything like that that are just all over Twitter right now. What happens to that person that sent these messages who, by the way, deactivated his account like a coward? What happens to that person? And the answer is probably nothing, which is I can't wrap my head around that. And I mean, that's this is like on the extreme end, but even more so, like you see all the time, how many times do we see athletes posting screenshots of people sliding into their DMs and making fun, of, making fun of them or abusing them based on the color of their skin? You know, something as simple as that. And there have been no repercussions from that. And this is the first week that I know of where there has been one professional team in an arsenal who have basically have said that if things do not change, that the club and the players are all in on shutting down on social media and not going on, shutting all accounts down and not taking part until there is change that is uh, promoted. So I am, a big component of that. I think people need to be responsible for their actions instead of being, you know, keyboard warriors. It's one thing to go on Twitter and, and Jake and I both, we both do this to go on Twitter, to, you know, to, you know, type what we want to type, but you do it in a respectful way. You get your frustrations out and you know, you, you have a, a constructive dialogue with other people about certain things. You don't make it personal and you don't make it racist or sexist or misogynistic or anything like that. And that's where this needs to stop. This needs to stop right now. And what happened this week is just it's, it's a tragedy that someone felt so hurt by what somebody else had said that it forced them to take their own life. And I, and this goes into a much deeper discussion, but anybody who, and, and I know right now is tough for for everybody in one way or another. And believe me, I know I'm talking to you through a microphone and it sounds like, you know, I, I have my shit together. I don't, nobody does. If you need help, please talk to somebody, call somebody because there is somebody out there that wants to help you someone loves you you can't just say that nobody does because that's bullshit and you know it please reach out for help call somebody and don't be afraid to say that you need help i know it's like the crazy thing that people have nowadays is that people are just afraid to ask for help and it's okay to not be okay especially now when we're all going through this, we're all going through the same sort of deal. So like I said, please, 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 if you're down, if you don't feel like you're yourself, if you're having certain thoughts that you know you normally wouldn't have talk to somebody, ask for that help, because listen, I did it and it changed my life, changed my life. And, I'm a product of that, so take my word for it, please, please, please do that. That's my deep sleeper of the week.
1: Well said, man. You know, the next day could be the best day of your life. That's, amen. Best way to put it. And uh, you know, it's a lot of keyboard warriors out there. You know, we are uh, over at the Jetsway Podcast. We've started to block a few that, you know, it happens. (laughs) they take things a little too far on, you know, we're just trying to talk football and have a good time, but you know, a lot of people got to make it personal and it yeah. makes it not fun to do. And it's like, come
0: on, man. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, we all, we all see it. We all, you know, go through with it. And it just comes to a point where, where you literally just say to yourself, why do I do this?
1: Yeah. Now if, if it gets to the point where it's not fun anymore, we're just not going to do it.
0: Correct. Correct. So, and and then know, what?
1: That's all I have to say there. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on to baseball, and uh, rest in peace, Claude. Rest in peace, my friend. Okay, we will move on, and we will start talking about baseball. And I think Jake, Jake and I have been waiting for first pitch for what probably feels like an eternity. I think that's yeah. fair to say.
1: Since the day ended for the Yankees last year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you you ain't kidding. Over.
1: You been ain't waiting. kidding. A um, shitty World Series to sit through, watching the Rays. Like, should be us.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, well, they got they got to beat the Astros and the net. Like that should have been us. So
0: it should have been. It it really should have been. Um, but we're gonna go through a whole list of supporters for the MLB. We have uh, AL and NL MVP, AL and NL Cy Young. ALNL Batting Champ, ALNL Manager of the Year, ALNL Home Run Leaders, ALNL Rookie of the Year, Breakout Player of the Year. We combine that for American League and National League for just one breakout player of the year. Sleeper team, a bust team, so te- a team that's hyped up that will not live up to those expectations. Division and wild Card winners. And then finally, at the end of it, an American League winner, a National League winner in the World Series, picking the World Series and see who our World Series champions are going to be. So, Jake, let's start it with the American League MVP. Who do you think it is going to be, sir? I will let you have this one first.
1: Uh, this is a little bit of a cop-out answer, but how the hell can you pick anybody else? Yeah. It's Mike Trout.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Best player of our lifetime, arguably of all time. It's crazy how he, nobody, I, he's just like, you just expect him to be amazing every year. It's it's Mike Trout. Uh, unless I, I need to see with my own two eyes, somebody better than Mike Trout for me not to pick Mike Trout. So it's going to be Mike Trout every year until I see Mike Trout not be Mike Trout
0: now I will I'll ask you this because my pick is Mike Trout so we'll both say Mike Trout is our pick to win an MVP. we'll have a discussion on Trout right now is it fair to say and I heard this I don't I forget where I heard it but I thought about it and I was like you know it's not as crazy as people might think is Mike Trout the most talented player of all time oh 100% I think so 100% he does <laughs> like everything, everything well, everything. But yeah. And you know, what's crazy is I wouldn't even say that there is like a, a single part of his game that is amazing or perfect, but he just does everything. Very good slash great. Everything, yeah. everything. You name it. He is either very good or. Or great, and it's so it, it, hard to find that where there is a player with zero flaws, nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you talk about five tool players; he's like a fifteen tool player at at the very least. <laughs> at the very least, it's he, it, it's it's insane. So, Mike Trout, AL MVP—that's an easy one.
0: Yeah, that that's a very very easy one for for both of us. Mike Trout. And by the way, I did a uh, a baseball draft the other night just for uh, just for fun. I was able to get Mike Trout at three, which I was getting ready to do backflips.
1: Yeah, in fantasy, it's weird though. He's like not the best player in fantasy. Yeah. I've had him. I've had him before, and I'm like, eh, it's Mike Trout. Like, I've never weird. had Trout. I've it's never weird. had him. It's, it's very, very weird how other guys. I don't know. Are you in Roto scoring or uh, head to head? Head to also oh, points. Yep. So. You, I feel like he's better in roto scoring,
0: if that makes sense. Yeah, because you have all, but, the ca- all the categories that are included.
1: Exa- and he does literally every single category. So yeah. it's very weird because he doesn't – I guess if you had to critique his game, he doesn't really have, like, the 50 home run a year. I guess he has the, that potential, but he doesn't really hit, like – I could be talking out of my ass here, but does he have a year over 50 home run – like, 50 home runs? I feel like no. he's always, like, 35, 40 home runs. Yeah. You know, hitting at least 315 to 330. Yeah, that's correct. Over a hundred runs, obviously. So obviously, and then obviously with, uh, head to head scoring, I feel like the power numbers are a little bit more inflated. Depends how your league's format formatted. That's why I moved over to Roto. So I, I like it a lot better. And we're getting uh, on I, the topic, but I played
0: in a, I played Roto last year and Roto was, was definitely much more fun. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I'll do another, uh, a Roto draft before, uh, before the season tomorrow. Possibly, possibly we'll, uh. We'll see if I have uh, if I have enough energy to uh, to do it. Uh, all right, so we move on from American League MVP. Let's go to the National League National League MVP. Uh, I'm going to take this one first. I'm going to go for Fernando Tatis of the San Diego Padres. I know it's a very homer pick. I know it's a very popular pick, especially when you have Mookie Betts, which I know is a very very popular pick to win NL MVP with the Dodgers. Cody Bellinger on that same team as well, and even Ronald Acuna down in Atlanta. I just think Fernando Tatis is the next mega star in baseball, and I think that this this kid has 300 hitter, 35 homers, 100 RBIs, and then you add 25, 30 stolen bases next to him. I mean, that's just he he, he could be next level good. So yeah,
1: he's a little dinged up now. Yeah, a little bit. With the shoulder. Um, Yeah, that Tatis is a great one. That's a very popular pick. I feel like he's starting to become like that face of baseball that Bryce Harper was Mm -hmm. before, I I guess, really when he was drafted up until he left the Nationals. I feel like he's not really that face anymore um, of baseball, so it's starting to become more of Tatis because Trout is a little bit more. Trout's a little bit more. I'm trying to think of the right word here. Mm. laid back like he doesn't really under the radar under the radar like he just he just doesn't seem like a guy he he's literally like Derek Jeter but Mike Trout if that makes sense he's very Derek Jeter like to me that that's whatever that's how I think of Mike Trout but um Tatis is a good pick I definitely can't hate that one um Mm, thank you I went I went a little bit of a different direction okay um I guess this one could be a popular pick too I think this guy is arguably the best pure hitter in baseball uh, he's so freaking good. And that's Juan Soto. Mm. That's my pick for an LMVP. I think I like we, it. I, you know, I'll, we'll talk more about our teams and whatnot, but um, a healthy Juan Soto this year without the COVID issues in the beginning of the year. I mean, knock on wood. I know the Nats just had a COVID outbreak, but um, yeah, I think Juan Soto is really going to join that best player not name Mike Trout in baseball conversation this year. He's a freaking stud. We saw it in the playoffs. I mean, the the year before uh, last year, like this guy can flat out mash baseballs and hit them very, very far and can hit the all parts of the field. Not many holes in his swing. Juan Soto.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. And he's, he, he's another one of those guys. that's just so under the radar because it's, Washington he plays for the Washington Nationals and no one Gives him the credit that I think he Really deserves because he's another one that could Be an absolute superstar In in this game Juan Soto he's He's that good he's that yep. good So Jake gets a great 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 pick All right the American League Cy Young Jake
1: Hit us I mean Who else would I pick besides Garrett Cole I kind of knew that was coming like uh, this, is, this is a joke you know that there's more than uh, 60 games this year, right? There are. There most certainly yeah, it's, are. It's, it's going to be Gary Cole until I'm proven wrong. And Gary Cole hasn't won a Cy Young yet either. So he's, I would say he's due in his uh, Hall of Fame track.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a very, very, very popular pick. Um, I'm, I'm going for someone a bit more under the radar. And this is someone that I love. I love, I love, I love, I love. I love. And... He's from the enemy. The I'm Red going Sox? with Tyler. I'm going with Tyler Glass now. Hey, he doesn't stay healthy though. That that see that's the only thing. It's injuries. It's injuries and him getting through games. I believe he has never pitched more than no. 155 in a third innings in his career. If he can stay healthy and he could stretch out starts, he has all the stuff.
1: He does, but he just I need to see it first. That's why uh, I, I can't consider him.
0: I I told you I'm going under the radar. The easy the easy pick would be would be, be me saying just Garrett Cole, or if I really wanted to be, you know, Garrett Cole would have been the the popular pick. Maybe maybe if I wanted to even be a bit more of a sleeper, I could I could have gone with maybe hmm. maybe pick Shane Bieber again. Yeah, I could have picked Bieber again. I could I could have even said uh, Jose Barrios of the nah. Twins, but. I'm not a huge fan of his stuff. Hyunjin Ryu is, is another nah. pick that I've seen, but I mean, the, the one guy that stands off the page is, is Garrett Cole. But I wanted to pick someone that is not Garrett Cole, if that, if, if that makes sense, because I knew Garrett Cole was going to be said. I, I do think Garrett Cole is, he can run away with this Cy Young, but there's always that one guy that comes out of nowhere every year and surprises people that was Shane Bieber last year. This year, I think that could be Tyler Glass now.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. He's definitely more more of a household name than he has been in previous years, but he's got to stay healthy, man. He has to stay healthy. Until I see that, you know, if he stays healthy, I like the pick.
0: All right, Jake. NL Cy Young, I am going. Hmm. See, I was down between two guys. And I'm trying to think of the guy that you won't say. I don't think you're going to pick mine. I really hope not. I really, really hope not. Um, I'm going to go with someone that was absolutely dominant. At points during the 2019 season, then fell off the second half, and then last year was not as dominant at all. But again, I think he has the stuff. I'm going to go with Jack Flaherty of the St. Louis Cardinals. I think he's he's got the stuff. I really like the talent there. And I think he's just a true ace for this Cardinals staff. And I think this year, if you're going to tell me that maybe he could finish with a three ERA as his floor, I would think you can get that down to 2-7, two, two somewhere around there. And if he can get the run support and you can get the wins, you get him maybe 14, 15 wins, it could help him, help his case to be uh, Cy Young. So I would look out for uh, for Jack Flaherty to uh, to win I'll Cy Young.
1: Yeah, I, I hope that's the case. I drafted him to be my ace in my fantasy team. So I like Jack Flaherty a lot too. Um, but the guy I'm going to go with, he's looked really good this spring. Been really inconsistent throughout his career, and that's Aaron Nola. Mm, I love him of the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. I think it's finally time for him to put together a campaign that is Cy Young worthy. And I, the easy one to say is Jacob the Grom, but it's like, are you really gonna win it every You know what I'm saying? It's
0: that's the, every it's, year. It, that's the easy one. Yeah, that's, like this that's isn't
1: my I it's obviously the easiest one. Um. Another guy that I really contemplated—I did contemplate Flaherty. Um, you're gonna kill me for this one, but how about Walker Buehler or the Dodgers? I feel uh, like he's—he's he's another guy that's due to put it together at some point. No, Jake,
0: yeah, that's—that's that's poetry because I do have Walker Buehler on my uh, on my fantasy team. So if uh, he does want to put together a Cy Young, that would a Cy Young campaign that would be absolutely spectacular.
1: Yeah, he's definitely gonna get the wins.
0: Yeah, he will. He'll—he'll—he'll he'll, he'll get the wins. That's for sure. But it's just can he put it all together and can he extend deep into games? That's another thing but, with him. It's kind it's of the, the same thing. No. The same thing with Glass now. It's kind of the same thing. The stuff is there, the durability, eh, eh. and can he go deep into games? Yeah. All righty. So we are moving swiftly onward to the American League batting champ, Jake. Tell us why it's going to be DJ LeMay here.
1: I know I put that. Uh, well, I really I knew think you were gonna the, pick DJ. It's, Come it's, on. it's it's either DJ LeMay or Tim Anderson, in my opinion. Hmm. It's there's not really anybody else in the American League that I could think. I feel like there's a lot of power hitters in the American League rather than just pure hitters that are just magicians at placing the ball wherever they want. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 gonna be the two again DJ and Tim Anderson. A little bit of a sleeper one for you if you want me to get technical. How about Bo Bichette of the mm. uh, Toronto Blue Jays? I feel like he's due for a good campaign. I was afraid you were going to take one.
0: You didn't, thank goodness.
1: No. I got DJ, though. Come on. He's the machine.
0: I'm going to go with someone that are really down near last year, and I think you know if, when you look at advanced metrics, every single one says he is expected to have a bounce-back year and return to somewhat MVP caliber level, and that's Alex Bregman. Of the Houston Astros, I know, I I know Astros, I know, I know I Astros, know. but he's also another one, always, always hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's durability with him, durability yeah. with him. But when he when he's on the baseball field, he, you can make a case that he talent wise is one of the top ten players in baseball, and someone who is consistently slept on all the time because he doesn't he doesn't talk much. He does he just goes on carries his business. And he's not like you know. Everyone was talking about Altuve, and people always talk about Correa as well. And even people were giving more attention to Springer and Brantley, while Alex Bregman was banging out 35 home runs, no problem.
1: Yeah, he was an MVP candidate that year. Yeah, yeah, he was like third in the voting.
0: Yeah, I think he can go back to being a MVP caliber player, and he's my pick to win uh, win the batting title. Definitely, definitely out of left field, which is. What a lot of my picks are, and I didn't really want to settle for the obvious ones. Yeah. So Breitman is my uh, is my pick to win uh, win the batting title. Cool. All right, so we are going to move right along to the National League batting title. Um, this is probably one where I'm gonna sound a bit homery. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Cody Bellinger of the Los Angeles Dodgers, because I feel like there were some points during the abbreviated season where he wasn't necessarily himself was battling some things. And I just think that he is due for with a full season. I think he's due for a pretty big bounce back, get right campaign and to show everyone why he's one of the best overall players in baseball. So I'm going to go with Cody Bellinger.
1: I had another one that that was my first pick in fantasy this year. So hopefully you're right there. I have Cody Bellinger um, as well. So yeah. I'm going to stay out West. I'm going to go with Trevor story. Ooh. Of the Colorado Rockies in a contract year. I think Trevor story is a top three shortstop in baseball. Like he is absolutely fantastic. Um, like hitting a course field certainly helps. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, just more of a gut feeling. I know he's not really like a high average guy. I feel like he's more along like 280 300 little, you know, rather than high three, but I feel like he's finally starting to break into that super stardom type of player that he is. And in a contract year, he's going to be totally focused. The Rockies probably, the pressure won't really be on him playing for the Rockies either. He's just going to be playing loose, having fun.
0: Give me Trevor story
1: buying that stock this year. hundred percent.
0: I love it. I love it because I think Trevor, Trevor Story is another guy that nobody talks about.
1: Very nobody, underrated.
0: Very, very cri- almost criminally underrated as well. Trevor Story. Really, really good pick, Jake. I like that a lot. All righty. AL manager of the year, Jake. Hit us with it. I'm going to go with
1: Joe Madden of the Los Ooh. Angeles Angels.
0: I like it. I'm buying like it a, a lot, lot of,
1: I, I like the Angels stock this year. I really think they improved this offseason. And I feel like a full year with Joe Madden and a, a real spring training with Joe Madden will go a long way with them. And I think it's finally time we see Mike Trout playing in the playoffs. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
0: I listen. I hope. I hope the hell you're right.
1: I mean, that if you're if you're picking your manager of the year, it's it's a playoff team, so it's not really like a spoiler alert.
0: That's true. That is very true. You're not gonna have you're not gonna have someone. that's not gonna be a uh, a playoff team winning manager. AL manager of the year, AL manager of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with Tony La Russa of the Chicago White Sox. Think that this is a team that is ready to make a whole lot of noise. I think they finally have the pitching sort of situated one to nine. This lineup is absolutely loaded. And I think the White Sox might be the toughest test to the Yankees, walking into the world series in the American league. I really, really believe that. So I'm going to go with uh 76 year old Tony La Russa to, uh, to win American league manager of the year. All right. So we move on to the national league. This one is not going to come as much of a surprise to a lot of people. I'm going to be very, very, very homery with this pick. And I'm going to say Dave Roberts of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Sorry.
1: I'm going to go with Craig council.
0: Hmm. The Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. I like yeah. the Brewers
1: a lot this year. I think they have uh, the best bullpen in uh, all of baseball. I mean, you go Devin Williams in the eighth, Josh Hader in the ninth. That's a lot of seven inning games right there. Yeah. And uh, I think Christian Yelich will be fully healthy this year. And uh, give me Craig Council. Bounce back for the Brew Crew this year.
0: Now, I want to talk about the, the Brewers because – I kind of worry with them that they don't have it's it's the same concern that I have with the Brewers every year is that I don't think they have the starting pitching to do it. I think Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns are good, definitely. But I think it's finally, you know, it's about time that the Brewers have finally committed to Josh Hader being their no doubt, no questions asked closer, which Devin Williams is really good too. Devin Williams is probably, I would say, he might be the best setup man in baseball that no one talks about yeah. currently.
1: I would say either him or uh, Pete Fairbanks of the Rays.
0: Yeah, Fairbanks
1: yeah. is really, really good. Yeah, he's going to be the closer I think now with uh, Nick Anderson on the shelf for a couple months. So
0: yeah, and even and even you could put even the Minnesota Twins, whichever one you you want. Really, whether it's uh, Taylor Rogers or Alex Colome, Taylor Rogers was really bad last year. He was really bad last year, and now they have now they have Cologne there. And I believe Rocco Baldelli said that that's going to be a split. Yeah. not so, not
1: to sound like a homer, but Zach Britton can be closing for about twenty to twenty five clubs, in my opinion,
0: at the very least. I mean, I know I know the uh, I know the idiots in Queens would probably love uh, Zach Britton instead of Edwin Diaz. Yeah,
1: Zach Britton's really good. Yeah, it's like he's really good. No other way around that one. No, no, not at all.
0: Um, all right. The American League home run leader, Jake, is going to be blank. This one's uh, not too
1: out there, but kind of out there. How about Joey Gallo? That is not out there at all. Man, just it's absolute tanks. It is That's all there is to it. I think he's going to hit about like 200. I would say about 200 with 49 home runs this year for Joey Gallo, and about 200 to 250 strikeouts. <laughs>
0: probably, yeah. you probably right. Um, I'm gonna go with I have two. I have two guys in mind. If he's healthy, Aaron Judge is definitely the the pick that could be the guy that leads the American League in home runs. And then the other guy who I'm going to go with, just because I can't trust Aaron Judge to stay healthy, is Jose Abreu of the Chicago White Sox.
1: Okay, that that's a solid one. Absolutely.
0: And he'll have he'll have plenty of opportunities to rake in runs in the middle of that White Sox lineup, which is just going to be, oh, my Lord. Lineup, that lineup is is loaded. I
1: think they might be a, a year early.
0: Could be. Could be. But, I mean, you're telling me in – the American League Central, which that division is. Oh, my God, that that division, they could they could be running away with that division come mid-July. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about it. Oh, we most certainly will. Um, All right, so I'm going to go with a brew to win the American League home run title for the National League. I'm gonna go with Fernando Tatis. I hate to I hate to be a homer hey. again, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tatis. There are other guys. Freddie Freeman obviously is one that jumps off the page. Christian Yelich, another one. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger. But I'm I'm gonna go with Tatis.
1: I think that one's a little wallin'. I don't think Tatis has that type of pop. But he- that that's just that's just me talking. Um, I'm going with Christian Yelich, sticking with the Brew Crew. Yeah, that's fine. It's a good. I pick. think I think about like 47 home runs will get it done. Uh, Yelich fu- fully healthy. Yelich, that is. Um, yeah, I think we're going to see MVP Yelich this year.
0: All righty, Jake. So we are going to go to the American League Rookie of the Year. Who well, do you got? Just to
1: preface my comments, I think. Right now, because he's technically in the uh, in the MLB, I'm going with Andrew Vaughn of the Chicago White Sox. But if Bobby Witt Jr. is called up for the Kansas City Royals, that's my guy. I think they're doing the service time thing with uh, like they did with Chris Bryant. The Yankees did with Glaber Torres. Uh, we've seen it over and over again in baseball. It's a stupid, stupid role they have to get rid of. But... If Bobby Witt Jr. is on this team in the month of May and June, Bobby Witt Jr. that guy is a freaking beast.
0: Yes. Yeah. He he and he can be another one of those really really good good players to uh to come up through it, a very successful in the past Kansas City system.
1: Yeah, it's a shame because he doesn't really have a position because the Royals actually have a good shortstop.
0: Yeah, and and Alberto Alberto Montes Montes, yeah. So. I guess the
1: most logical thing would be to play Bobby Witt Jr at second base, but um they have they can't keep him in AAA forever. No. No. He's too he's too good at this point for AAA. Yeah. So Bobby Witt Jr, that's my pick.
0: Um I'm going to go for Davey Garcia of the New York Yankees. <sighs> is and he gonna, I know yeah. he's been shaky in spring, but is I he know gonna, that. he's
1: not going to pitch enough, I don't think. I, I mean, probably somebody will get hurt in the Yankees starting five, but is he going to pitch enough?
0: I think he could. I I, I definitely think he could. Uh, I just think I look at Corey Kluber. I don't think he is n- nailed on in terms of reliability. Jamison Tyone I don't think is going to pitch enough there. So you, you need someone yeah. in that Yankees rotation outside of Garrett Cole to really push certain games. And I think Davey Garcia is going to be that guy. If it's not going to be Jordan Montgomery, who I don't think it's going to be either, so I, well, think I have they,
1: two other guys you didn't even mention they are going to be those guys. I have Luis Severino when he's healthy, and I have and Domingo. I, I, you hate him, making you know, obviously you can say what you want of him, at, say what you want about him as a person, but Domingo Herman, like, yeah, you know, he's, yeah. when when the personal matters are in order, he's a really really good pitcher. Yeah, with nasty stuff, he's literally like a carbon copy of Luis Severino. I've been saying it since. We saw Herman, and I, I believe it was eighteen. Yeah, first saw him eighteen or nineteen. So, yeah, um, but I disagree with you though about Kluber and Tyone. Both looked really good this spring. Obviously, they have their durability concerns, but not not as much. I get it with Kluber; he only pitched one inning last year. But the other injury he sustained in 2019 was just a line drive back to the arm that he had to have surgery on. Then last year, it was a weird spring training; he didn't have like a full on what do you call that buildup for the season? Somebody like Corey Kluber that's pitched a lot of innings over the year. I can see how that could be over the years. I could see how that could be disruptive. I think the Yankees are going to get a pretty good Corey Kluber this year. I think they, they're going to get about 170 innings out of him this year. And I think they would sign up for that from the start. I would say 170 to 185 innings. Um, about like a, I would say like an upper three, low four ZRA think the Yankees would definitely sign up for that and listen I think that's a great return especially I, I, I really think he's I, I think he's dialed in and I think uh Hermann and um what's Severino. his name Severino well Severino will come back but Herman Montgomery Herman, Tyone that was the guy uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Jordan Montgomery to be honest with you
0: no I, I'm not, get I'm he has not a lot either of
1: pitches and he's a lefty and he's not Jay Happ so a lot of Yankee fans kind of cling to him so oh yeah I don't know. I think the Yankees' five best starters are uh, Cole, Severino, Herman, Kluber, Tyone, and then Davey Garcia. And then Clark Schmidt's not even in the major leagues yet. Who knows? Who no. knows what he has?
0: Or Luis Medina. Yeah, like, that's true.
1: They have a lot, a lot of guys. The Yankees this year,
0: which is a good thing, considering half of them will probably probably be hurt by June anyway. So they're gonna they're gonna need numbers.
1: They're relatively healthy now I would say for a Yankee team we only have Luke Void injured and Zach Britton so we'll we'll take
0: only two only it's, yeah, only. it's the calm before the storm yeah we'll the best the, Yankees the, more, the best that, medical city in the world and we have literally we have doctors that I think got there uh, got their degrees from from any Juco that are the head doctors for the New York Yankees it appears it appears that way I mean holy shit. Um. All right, NL Rookie of the Year. This one is easy for me. Easy. Ed, who is it? I'm going with Ian Anderson of the Atlanta Braves. That
1: wasn't easy for me.
0: This is an easy one because I think, and allow me to make a very hot take right now, I think Ian Anderson is the best pitcher the Atlanta Braves have, recognizing that Max Fried and Mike Soroka are there. But I just think that this is – Ian Anderson has everything lined up for him. He's got a high strikeout pitcher. I believe he averaged around 11 strikeouts per start in 2020. He has at least three or four pitches that he can rely to with his best best pitch being his changeup. If he can continue that pace that he was on last year where he was brilliant, this is a kid that is all-star written all over him in 2021 i i, I think that he, he he could run away with this award i think he's that talent i think he's that good yeah
1: you do understand that it's like a lot harder for a pitcher to win this award right yes i do i'm gonna go with key brian hayes good pick of the pirates. pittsburgh pirates that guy just looks like an absolute doubles machine he looks like adrian belcher adrian belcher reincarnated really does Yeah, he does. exactly who he reminds me of pittsburgh doesn't have a lot to uh be proud of but Keebron Hayes is going to be a good one. They they got themselves a baller.
0: Contact Contact hitter. Has a good eye at the plate and gets on base. That's a great formula for success. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to the breakout player of the year. Jake, who is it going to be?
1: I really love this guy. Only 23 years old still think his best ball is ahead of him he had a little bit of a setback last year because he's being blocked off i'm gonna go gavin lux of the los angeles dodgers i think he is a really really special talent and being incredibly slept on by all of baseball like people forget that this guy was like the top prospect in the league just two years ago and finally is going to get a heavy dosage of playing time this year for the dodgers one that uh that second base job he hit 430 the spring training something absurd like that and he is too good to play this poorly. And f- with some repetition and regular at bats, I think he's going to be a major, major force in that Dodgers lineup. Like there's a reason why he was not traded for Francisco Lindor this offseason or um, a bigger star to help that championship club. Like they believe in Gavin Lux, clearly, and I think he's gonna reward them this year.
0: And that's my breakout player. Damn it. Because I was gonna I was gonna take Will Smith. Cause I love Will Smith problem is, is he'll be splitting time with Austin Barnes, but I think Will Smith is just so much more talented than Austin. I, Barnes. I wanted, I wanted Show to put it. Clint
1: Frazier on here, but I didn't seem like
0: that's who I'm going be with. I'm, I'm going with Clint Frazier.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's every year he's been on pace to hit over 30 home runs with upwards of 85 RBIs. And I guess like a two, I would say like a two eighty average for him would be good.
0: Yeah. I think it's very obtainable.
1: Like, Yeah, and there's a reason why the Yankees held on to him, too.
0: Yep. I think now he's going to get every opportunity in the world to play. I obviously knock on wood, knowing that Brett Gardner is probably going to be uh, in Aaron Boone's doorway 95% of the time before games, making sure Aaron Boone doesn't forget about Brett Gardner and Brian Cashman probably as well, holding Brett Gardner's hand. But I digress nonetheless. I think Clint Frazier's time is now. I think when you have... Aaron Judge, who is a major injury red flag. Giancarlo Stanton, much of the same story there. Uh, Aaron Hicks as well know. could be spending time on the I.L. this year. I think regardless, Clint Frazier is going to have a massive part to play for the New York Yankees this year. I think he's going to get the time, whether it is going to be in left field or center field, right field. You could play anywhere you want him uh, to. Don't, don't put Clint in center field. Please. No, please God, no but if you have to, then fine. I don't want that. But and you could put him at DH too. To- totally fine. You know, yeah. you, you, you can get away with that. I just think that there's so many opportunities that you have to get Clint Frazier to become an everyday player for the New York Yankees. And he, he is the part. There's, there's no doubt about it. He probably has, I would say, he is one of the cleanest swings that I've seen in his hand a at the ball. while <laughs> yeah it's love him it's i've loved i've defended gorgeous. him since day
1: one i really have yeah. i've i've stood up on the table for him time and time again like and you've,
0: you've you've banged the table for
1: him bang yeah i think that's my guy like he when people forget when all these guys weren't even judge wasn't in the majors yet torres wasn't in the majors yet most touted player on the new york yankees was clint frazier clint mm-hmm for that's a reason. why i think that's what I'm saying. Like these guys are too good not to perform well. Like it's Clint Frazier. He's he's gonna be fine and it's a great great choice. I didn't want to make that one. But credit
0: to you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm glad I'm glad you like that one. All righty, Jake. Now we move on to the teams. Who is your sleeper team for twenty twenty one?
1: Sleeper team. I wanted to pick my boys, the Milwaukee Brewers, but I went with an American League team for this one. I went with the Los Angeles Angels. I I think this Love is it. finally the year for them. Uh, looks like they the biggest thing with them is their pitching, like always. But I just think that just try sell me try selling me on how this team isn't going to score a lot more runs this year than in previous years, and they're pitching Shohei Otani strong 100 again. Like don't sleep. Like that could be a big get for them to get. The Shohei Ohtani they signed up for not only offensively but on the mound as well. I Absolutely. still have my doubts because I don't think that being a two-way player in the major league in the major leagues is sustainable. But until Shohei Ohtani stops pitching, I guess they will continue to try. And anybody that throws up upwards of a hundred has a shot. <laughs> like it's just the bottom line. So. Going with the Angels, and I, I think it's also a lot more of a watered-down National League West than in previous years. The A's s- somehow find a way to compete for the playoffs every year. I don't know how with the roster they have, mm-hmm. but um, on paper, they're certainly not there. Um, the Astros, I'm sure we'll talk about, are not what they once were. And then the Rangers are just probably the worst team in baseball. So I, I really think it's there for the taking this year. with the uh, And the Mariners just are another irrelevant Disgrace. Middle of nowhere. Just, just a complete disgrace. I almost left them out. They're so irrelevant. <laughs> so that's why I really think it's there for the taking this year for the Angels. And and I'm sure they're a team that not a lot of teams want to face in uh the big dance in October.
0: I agree with you. I I listen, the Angels pick when you, you're telling me you have Mike Trout, you have year two of Anthony Randon, just the middle of that lineup right away. That's a really good middle of the lineup for the los angeles angels like to pick a lot jake uh my sleeper team i'm very tempted to say the rays but no nah. they're not a they're not a sleeper team to me i think people kind of know what the rays are and they, they you know them losing blake snell hurts them so i'm and not Diego castillo
1: that.
0: yeah oh I, jose
1: alvarado jose alvarado yes uh I one I'm, of those guys throws freaking
0: cheddar I'm not going to say the Rays. I'm going to say the Toronto Blue Jays. I like them a lot too. I I think that this is a team pending health. They are already down George Springer for two weeks to start the year, but I think they have the pitching. And I think I look at what they have in terms of their young core. Ooh, Gavin Vigio, Bo Bichette, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. I mean, those are three really, really talented players. I think that's another team I gotta give the Yankees fits.
1: Nah, I don't think so. They don't have the pitch. They don't have the pitching. Well, and they never win in the Bronx. They
0: never win in the Bronx. They don't have the
1: pitching. And also, I'm very high on them. Don't get me wrong. But part of that reason is you get to play the Orioles and the Red Sox. That's also true. A lot. And so and they
0: were also they were also good against the Rays.
1: Yeah, I believe it. I just think that if you're going to beat the Yankees, what have we seen beats the Yankees? Dominant right-handed Dominant pitching. pitching. Mm-hmm. Right-handed pitching. Yep. Their ace is Henjin Ryu, a soft-throwing lefty. We saw the Yankees go to Los Angeles, and I believe it was 2019 it was or 18? 2018. I forgot. It was when he was on that Cy Young type of track with the Dodgers and just completely put that to sleep. Like in three innings, just out of there, knocked him around the yard. And I think soft throwing lefty is is not the success to beat this New York Yankees power hitting uh, right-handed lineup. So I, no, they don't scare me. The Rays definitely did. Obviously, with you know, you have Chuck Morton, you have Glass now. The Yankees I feel like the Yankees had didn't have many issues with Blake Snell. Obviously, you know no. the one game they did, but um yeah, that's, that's a recipe. And the Astros we saw with Verlander, Cole, Zach Ranke, gave the Yankees a lot of fits as well. And Charlie Morton, who's just a freaking thorn in our sides every single postseason and never want to see yeah. him again. That's why I yeah, wanted to true. sign Charlie Morton so we didn't have to see him again. But that's besides the point. The Rays also lost him too. Big He's loss. in the National League now, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. I, I don't want to see Charlie Morton ever again. No, neither do I. So, yeah, I like the Blue Jays too. I like that pick, buddy. Thank you very much, sir.
0: Uh, Bus team. I'll go. I've been wanting to make this pick for a while. The New York Mets. Why? Because these fans hype them up so much. Yet, they've had money for five minutes. This is an unfinished product. Yeah, could you sneak into potentially the wild card game? Sure. You could. You definitely could. But I don't think you're making noise. Not this year. No. Mets. bust team
1: yeah I mean good luck I mean if you win a wild card game what do you got to get what's your consolation prize go going to play the and also a wild card game against the San Diego Padres too in all likelihood good, good luck with that one yep. Um, good luck with that but what's the consolation going to play the Dodgers eventually and losing <laughs> like whoopee yeah and also the Mets I don't want to I don't want sh- to shit on them too much but what have they really added outside of Francisco Lind is Francisco Lindor really the difference between them they weren't. They didn't make the playoffs last year when there was more teams. And is Lindor really, ten wins better. Jake, Carlos Jake, Carrasco's already hurt? I mean, Jake, you can't forget about about Jared McCann. Oh, but it's like, and then when you know, Met fans really crack me up. All, all right before the off season, they're like, J T Realmuto, J T Realmuto, yeah, we're gonna sign Realmuto, Springer, Bauer. They're all coming back, and then Realmuto goes back to the Phillies. Ah, oh, it's all good. We got James McCann. We have better value there. Springer doesn't come even though they're begging for him. Oh, it's all right. He's always hurt. We didn't, we didn't need Springer. We got to con- extend Conforto. Oh, Bauer. He, it's, it's a done deal. We're all buying the shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. Mets really dodged a bullet there. They, they really do crack me up, but um, yeah, it's just the national league is really good. I don't, I don't know what else to tell them. If they play in the American league. Yes. They, they, I would say they have a shot, but the Dodgers and Padres are in the national league and they're both better. Like what? Else, do they expect? So I, I don't mind that pick at all, and I would love to see our noisy neighbors in Queens just know their role in all this. Like, no, I no.
0: agree with you. I agree. Listen, I agree with you. They'll they'll they'll, they'll be quiet. Come on, like do you,
1: like if the Yankees offered a player over three hundred million dollars, they? Is that player hesitating to take that deal? Absolutely not. No. So w- that should say a lot. I would say. Anyway, I'm also Your looking forward. Team, sir. My bus team, yes, I'm also looking forward to this one. The Houston Astros. You, they are going Go to for be it. absolute, absolute for dog shit this year. There's no Ver- Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole's pitching in the Bronx, Zach Granke, Man's not even excited to pitch on Opening Day. Like, wh- what are we talking about here? Jose Altuve has just gone to shit now that he doesn't know what pitches are coming. George Springer's in Toronto. Alex Bregman can't stay healthy. What else the Astros have? Don Alvarez, who can't stay healthy, or Field, Kyle Tucker. I guess can take that leap. I I don't know. They they talked about all of his potential. All I, I haven't really seen it yet. Have you? Nope. I mean, they kept Michael Brantley, big whoop, but is he really changing life? That bullpen. Whoopee. Who who's closing games? Ryan Presley. That's their closer for now. Yeah. Yeah. beer, uh what's what's that guy's name? Frambier, uh Valdez. Valdez, yeah. Christian Javier, like the, come on, come on Astros have fun watching in October this year. You will not make the playoffs. And I'm very excited to say that. I am as well. It's, it it is beautiful. I have to say. And Carlos Correa too was another loudmouth idiot. <laughs> oh, another one that's always hurt more focused on MMA than he is
0: baseball. True. Very true. All right, Jake. It is time, sir, to pick our division winners and the wild card games. So we'll start with the National League. I'm going to go through each division. We're just going to name a team. And then at the end, we'll give our wild card game. So the NL West, Dodgers for me. Yeah, come on. Easy. Okay, good. No discussion there. Uh, NL East, I'm going with the Atlanta Braves. I am as well. Perfect. The NL Central, one of the tougher ones to predict just because of the massive piles of shit that inhabit that division. Uh, I'm going with the St. Louis Cardinals. Wanted to pick them, but I'm going with my Milwaukee Brewers.
1: Think 85 wins wins that division too. I, that division sucks.
0: It's, dude, it's, it's absolutely horrible. It's horrible. It's 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 absolutely terrible. It really, really is. And then in my in my wild card game for the National League, I have the San Diego Padres taking on the Milwaukee Brewers.
1: Okay, I have the San Diego Padres taking on the Washington
0: Nationals. Love it. Matt I am,
1: Scherzer versus I guess you Darvish or it would either be Darvish
0: Snell or Paddock
1: Snell or Paddock. Yeah, I forgot about Snell. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or Clevinger if he's there. Uh, if he's healthy. I don't know. If he's yeah. if if he's if he's healthy at that point. Yeah, listen, we all not. love
1: the Padres, but you know, don't sleep on Mad Max. That's all I'm and saying. Never. Like obviously don't sleep on Jacob DeGrom if the Mets get there, but I just is it really the Mets? Like Mad all,
0: Max put the pressure
1: on? He, yeah.
0: These taxes. Before,
1: you want to hear a funny story about the Mets in the Wild Card game? These kids oh, are my these kid my, my buddy friends, you know, really good friends. I so love them to death. I just want to preface my my comments here
0: before they, you bury them before
1: before i bury them so okay it's like I, I just start getting to know them at a new school and everything they're going to the mets wild card game against the san francisco giants with madison bumgarner pitching I'm like what are these guys doing like they're not they're they're not going to beat madison bumgarner like they're wasting valuable time money. money it is what it is they're they're being entertained you know we'll, we'll just make more money it is what it is but like do they expect to win Madison Bumgar and the Madison Bum yeah, Madison Bumgar just went there, through a complete game shutout without breaking a sweat. Like, like
0: what? What did you expect was going to happen? You know, it's funny you say that because my department chair at Hofstra for the radio program, shout out Professor Mario, great guy, is a big San Francisco Giants fan. And I remember I class with him the day of the game, and I said to him, I said, "So how confident are you tonight?" He said, "Well, I'm going to be there." I'm gonna be at the game. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I would I would be early. He, he said to me, and I quote, Bum Gardner is throwing seven shutout innings tonight. You heard it here first. Didn't he go nine? He went the complete game.
1: Yeah. That is like without breaking a
0: sweat. And I saw the next day and I said, Well, you were wrong. You, you you got the shutout part right, but you you kind of undersold the innings a little bit. You Absolutely. should have just said complete crazy. game shutout. Yeah. Which that was Mad Bum when Mad Bum was Mad Bum. Now he's running in the desert, poor guy. I mean, he took the money and ran. Yes.
1: Yes. I'd love to have seen the Yankees gotten him one of these years. I still think in the playoffs, he would have been a valuable
0: asset to us. I really think so as well. Yeah. Really, really, really think so. I mean, that. I think the time for him was 2019. 2019, go get him and have that extra arm for the playoffs. And then if you don't resign him, you don't resign him. You know, no piggy. Yeah. But. That was a, a little bit of a miss for uh, for the Yanks, but eh, is what it is. All right, so we move on to the American League playoffs. Um, American League East. It's like Dude, every analyst
1: it? in the world
0: says the it's hysterical.
1: It really is. Literally nobody in I have not seen one person on the planet of Earth pick another team other than the Yankees in the American you know,
0: League East. You know, Jake. I looked for every reason not to put the Yankees down, just because I don't want to. There is them. none. There is just no reason to not put the Yankees. There, yeah. There's there, there no reason. There's Man. no reason at all. It, 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 it's ridiculous. This team just first guy to twenty fifth guy on the roster, loaded, loaded. It's like if they
1: if they win on if they win ninety five games, we're like, ah, we didn't have a good year. Like y-
0: yes. Yes, this is the team hysterical. that should be, it should be winning hundred games. No questions asked, especially in the division that they're in, where they're gonna be going up against the Red Sox and the Orioles. Those are that that you should be going at least, you should be winning three quarters of those of your, your games against them. Easily. At least. At least. We know we beat the Orioles, no problem. So true, that, that, true. That's, that's when that's when Gary an Sanchez and Glaber Torres decide to uh, to show up for for a whole weekend is when they're playing the Orioles. I, I do think Glaber shows up more than a week. Gary yes. Sanchez, on yes. the, I do like Gary though this year. Don't sleep on the kid. Well, Glaber, Glaber, just shows up in other ways by getting on base, but Glaber shows up with the bombs against yeah. the Orioles. The Orioles more so than yeah, especially definitely. especially at Camden Yards. That's oh that's his real uh, that's his real that announcer? Home park.
1: Was that announcer's uh, name? G- that just Jim like,
0: Thorpe. Oh, God. He's a poor him. man. I love him. He's a national treasure. Yeah. And with hockey going back to ESPN, ESPN bring back Jim Thorpe. He's no longer with the Orioles. He's unemployed. Bring him back. Is he really?
1: It. He is. Oh, they probably heard him like being like, Let's fuck this. Like, yeah, keep, you know.
0: Bring him I lo- back I love- to ESPN, please. You know, you know it's
1: just a, like two national treasures out there—is him and Kevin Harlan. <laughs> like
0: Jake, <laughs> thank you. We were watching the games on Friday for March Madness, and someone had the audacity to say that Kevin Harlan is not good at what he does. Oh, I God, wanted I'd send that to person scream. to the sun. dream Oh, my God! You know who That's- else is a national treasure? I know you'll love this one. Iron Eagle, national fucking he, treasure. He he's more so like great. Like, oh my god. Like those are the guys who are just
1: freaking characters. Like he's you know what incredible. I'm saying? Incredible. Yeah, he's the best. And that's broadcast team is absolutely amazing. Like they win they win best broadcast team like every year in the National Basketball I'm Association.
0: Not surprised considering yeah. what the Knicks have. They have Mike Breen, who is not there half the time because he's doing <laughs> the nationally televised games. And then you've Walt Clyde Frazier who doesn't know what day it is. But love, love, Clyde. Love, Clyde.
1: Get, you know, you know what will fix it is somebody from Kentucky. I, I agree with
0: you. Bring Just bring in John Calipari. Yeah. He could do the job. Perfect. No problem. Or or when DeMarcus Cousins is finishing blowing up the L.A. Clippers, bring him in. On perfect. a 10-day
1: contract or to the broadcast booth?
0: Either or. You could, be, you could make him... You could make him part player, part announcer.
1: I, I think you might be onto something there.
0: I listen, and soon enough, someone with a background from the Kentucky Wildcats will be buying the New York Knicks off of James Dolan. Soon enough. That's all it will take, yes. That's like that's like the creme de la creme of this whole story. That's yeah. the, the, the cherry on top of the cake. It would be an ex-Kentucky Wildcat coming in and buying the Knicks. At it's- 1 to 15, you have Kentucky Wildcats. John Calipari is head coach, bringing all of his assistants from Kentucky, and we just become the New York Wildcats or the Kentucky Knicks. Perfect. Put it on in a billboard. Mecca. In the mecca. In the mecca. Put it on a billboard. But hey, we're the number five seed in the East. Don't sleep. By a microplasm, I would say. It's, it's, it's a beautiful time. And I, I think we're recording this on Wednesday. I believe we're winning against the the Timberwolves tonight pretty
1: sure well the the Brooklyn Nets believe it or not rallied and beat those Houston
0: Rockets yeah it was look it was looking ugly for a while but but they took took the first half off
1: yeah no it's like that's what we do it's like eh, first three quarters Eh, eh. and then you
0: come and then you come back
1: speaking of fun let's pick
0: more division winners yes sir American League West Los
1: Angeles Angels
0: I'm going with the Angels as well I'm going with the Angels as well The American League Central. I'm going with the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. All right. This is where I think we might disagree. In the wild card game, I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Twins and the Toronto Blue Jays.
1: Yeah. You um, the same? I I I had the same. I, I can't oh, even I couldn't shit. think I couldn't think of another t- I couldn't think of another team. Oh um, shit but i'm going to go with the twins and the blue jays if i had to pick a, if i i think the blue jays are definitely going to go if yep. i had to pick another team other than the twins how about the freaking oakland a's who just seem to be there every
0: yeah. year yep
1: like i don't even like i barely know who's on the team this year but would it would it shock you if billy bean somehow is billy bean still the general manager I, I thought he was soccer he still i thought he was going to soccer that's why i think he's still there i thought he was taking a position with some soccer team
0: Um, let me say, let me, Billy beans,
1: not there. I changed my mind. They will not make the playoffs. So Billy Bean not the general manager, no shot. He is. Okay. So playoffs are back on Oakland. Yep. He's still there. (laughs) You will find a way there. No matter what you will find somebody having a a career year and then you'll trade them for a box of donuts. Like you always do. (laughs) It's, hey, I like hey, hey, the A's. Josh I Donaldson, don't. you just you burst up. Here you go. You want assessment? Nope, no problem. You're nice. Shiny bucket of baseballs will do. We need those. Is Matt
0: Chapman or Matt Olson next? I
1: don't know about that. They might be the Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Gian, Jason, Giambi, Johnny, Damons of the next money ball. The
0: they sequel. could be. <laughs> they could be. And if they get, if they can get a full year of uh, Frankie Montas and uh, Shamanaya, I got something there. And
1: and that dude with the long hair, too, the lefty. What's his name? Uh, AJ P- Puck. Uh, Poo- Puck, yeah. Oh, dude, he throws freaking gas.
0: He throws gas. Is he
1: what's the story with him? He's still going, right? Like he's, he's still going. Uh, he's on pace to, to start the season.
0: On pace to start the season. I I believe he does not have any sort of injury designation at all. Dude, that's and then I think I think with the A's. They got Rosenthal. I was about to say, I think them signing Trevor Rosenthal is a very, very good bit of business yeah because in his limited time with kansas city last year he was excellent he throws hard
1: throws like nine still throws like 97 to 100 and the yankees had him
0: oh yankees had him we could have we could have had him in our bullpen could have had him
1: it's all but right
0: instead instead it's okay it's okay instead we have we have a roll this it's all right it's all right as as consistent as a rechargeable battery
1: We'll see. I mean, the Yankees, the Yankees have let go of some good relievers over the years. They'll let go of Kirby Yates too before he led the National League in saves.
0: That's true. Hey, is, the Luis,
1: is Luis Sessa going to be the next uh <laughs> He could be. Yeah, but he could he's be. here to stay forever. I'm convinced Luis Sessa will never be out of my life. Like Say,
0: ever. Same thing with uh Johnny Lewiska.
1: Oh god. He'll, he'll
0: never be out of our lives. Ever.
1: I, I want Michael King to become like the new Luis Sessa. He's God and he's good. At least good,
0: please.
1: Please. I hate Ready, just please? seeing like it's like there's those games. I will I'll admit it in like the middle of the week. It's like who's starting with the I'm like the fuck, Sessa starting? Like I, I don't want to
0: watch this shit. When they're doing the opener bullshit.
1: Oh God. Sessa. That's... But at least we
0: have the pitching now. Thank God. Just yeah, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Nobody gets hurt. Knock on yeah. wood, please, God. All right. So that brings us to our American League and National League winners and then the World Series pick. Jake, you go first.
1: All right, so out of the American League the little surprise I have the New York Yankees. What a surprise. And out of the National League to little surprise I have the Los Angeles Dodgers. What a surprise.
0: And who you have winning the World Series?
1: The New York Yankees.
0: It's our time. Out of the National League, I'm going to go for the San Diego Padres.
1: I hate that matchup a lot more for the Yankees than the Dodgers. Not that I think the Padres are better, but I think they match up really well against the Yankees.
0: And in the American League, I'm going for the Chicago White Sox.
1: All right, that's not...
0: No. Jake, Jake, <laughs> Jake, I think it's the Yankees. I am just not You're just saying j- the yeah, okay. Yankees. I am okay. not jinxing them. Not okay. happening. All right. and I, I, have I believe it. And I have in my World Series, I have the San Diego Padres winning in six games.
1: The, Yan- the Padres are a tough, tough, tough matchup for the Yankees. I would not want to see that. I would I feel yep. more confident against the Dodgers than I the do Padres.
0: Too. I do, too, because the Padres, they can hit, they can hit balls out of the ballpark. You know, well, the Padres' bullpen isn't the best. Yeah, but the problem is they and have – go, Going to Petco
1: Park, I, f- I hate that place. I do, too. Brings back that- memories of that – but look at it. playing playoff games like you don't you're telling me last year we under normal circumstances the Yankees are going to lose to Tampa Bay Rays in the playoffs Yankee Stadium 30 degree weather 30,000 screaming fans just not a chance the pitchers and throwing like just at the bleacher creatures the scene not a y- chance. this is the Bronx like this isn't the freaking Phillies like this isn't like just name a random team. That's like irrelevant. Like this isn't like Seattle in the playoffs. Miami. Yeah. Like we have fans like these. These are not just your ordinary fans. Like this isn't when the Mets are in the playoffs. This is this is the Yankees folks.
0: Yeah. It's our time. I hope I hope that Rob Manfred is actually right. And we will have full fans back in the ballpark come the summer. Because guess what? We can get Yankee Stadium rocking in October. Good luck to any team that yeah. comes in, especially when you have Yankee Stadium just on any given day in October. That, But then you add into the equation that could be for some people, this is the first time they're seeing the Yankees in a year and a half oh. in person. That place is going to be... A, what's the nickname for the Yankee Stadium? The Bronx Zoo? Yeah, it, <laughs> I think the Bronx Zoo may be a, underselling it just a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like the Bronx freaking wild jungle or something it, like that it, like
0: it's going to be it's going to be a, a, the the fuck you could just call it the fucking Amazon for all I care. Yeah. Cuz it, it is go- it I can guarantee you, you you take it. let's just say you have say you have the Blue Jays going in there for a series or even the Angels let's just say even the White Sox even. You have Those three teams with limited postseason experience, right? Mike Trout will hear things that he has never heard before in his life.
1: Yeah, and and it's another thing, too, for the Angels. Like, you know, you're coming from California where it's sunny and 75 every day at the bare minimum. You're going into Yankee Stadium. It's like 20 degrees, and you can't feel your hands and
0: fingers. True. There is a difference there. Uh, Luis Robert will hear things that he's never heard of in his life. Vladdy Guerrero, Cavit Biggio, Bo Bichette. Oh my lord. Good uh, good good
1: luck to The them. White Sox, dude. I think they're a year away, man. I, I'm not buying into them. Like, dude, who, who's, what's that staff looking like? Dallas well, Keichel? I, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn. I oh I've seen Lance Lynn pitch for the Yankees before a Yankee Stadium in the month of October. I'm That's spiking true. balls against the Red Sox. That's true. Oh, man, I'm not. I'm not afraid. If I see the Rays again, I might have a little bit of PTSD. Oh, but you and I, I'm both. telling you, man. Nobody's nobody's striking fear in my eye in that American League until I start seeing some power righty arms. You know, I'm telling you, we're we got the horses. Uh, I'll, I'll ride with our guys, for, and our guys. You know, we might not be healthy all regular season, but we'll find a way to be healthy in September. We so always we can. Do. ramp things up and. You know, another lefty bat would be nice. But, hey, Jay Bruce, don't sleep. Tore the cover nope. off the ball this spring.
0: Nope. And, uh, and Derek Dietrich, too.
1: Yeah. Eh. He has nice He's, chains
0: he, and big biceps, but. He has pop. Yeah. He has pop. I don't want to rely on him. I would love to go get Joey Gallo
1: at the trade down line. Oh,
0: my God. Get Joey Gallo to New York. Holy Christ. That right, that right field fence. Yeah. Oh, my Lord.
1: Yeah a that's always been one. My guy was Josh Bell to go get this offseason. I thought he would have been a really good addition. He would have been, but the, Yan- the Yankees just seem to love Voight. With, yeah, they, they seem to, but I feel like Josh Bell, you know, you can play him at DH, you know, with the righty on the mound. He adds a lefty bat. I agree. Obviously, with Voight hurt, and they got Tyone. They could have easily said throw Josh Bell in because he was traded for next to nothing to the Nationals.
0: Now, Now, with... And this is just me asking you because um, you you obviously would pay more attention than I do. Who the hell's playing first for the Yankees with with uh, no void? Okay, so it'll be
1: a, it'll be a combination of Jay Bruce against the righties, and then when you have a lefty, you're going to probably see DJ Lemayhew slide over, all right, to first base. I would say, and then I hate to say it, but you're probably going to see Tyler Wade and oh! one of oh! the. The infield spots probably playing second base. Oh God! Or shortstop if they put. They probably wouldn't move Glaber, but you're you're not going to see Jay Bruce against the lefty. So who else is going to play first base? It's probably the logical one to say is DJ Lemayhew. So you're probably the only other infielder you have on the roster that isn't a lefty. And you know Derek Dietrich I know is not is at the alternative site, but who else do they have to play the, to play the infield? Miguel and- Miguel Andujar would be a great one. He's hurt, though. I-, I would love to see Andujar on the Major League team right now getting an opportunity to play first, yeah. maybe. But that's not the case right now. So the Yankees love Wade, unfortunately. They they have yeah. a, uh, you know, every team has, like, a thing for some guys. Like, my Nets have a thing for Timotei Luabu-Cabarro, and I think he's one of the worst basketball players <laughs> to ever step foot on the-, the hardwood. Like, he sucks. You know, nice. the Jets had. The Jets had this thing for Braxton Berrios that I had to watch every year. Like he sucked. <laughs> and, you know, now it's I think the Yankees is Tyler Wade. It used to Aaron Hicks used to be that guy. I used to not like him too much, but now I've really appreciated his discipline and good eye at the plate, along with Gold Glove level defense in the outfield with the rocket arm, with occasional pop. But now it's Tyler Wade, who I think is a really bad baseball player. There is no other way to say it. He has speed that he does not use. He can't hit. He can't feel at a high level. What does he do?
0: Jake, I am going to tell you this now. Um, just for the sake of your own personal well-being. Prepare yourself for Aaron Hicks to get a monument in Monument Park as the greatest acquisition that Brian Cashman has Long ever time. made. John Ryan Murphy for Aaron Hicks. The man will retire as a Yankee and, and not to mention he's married to uh, Tiger Woods, niece. So is he, I believe he is.
1: Yeah. The best acquisition or they're dating made. or something I mean, like that. I mean, the whole, I think the best, the best move Brian Cashman ever made is the Yankee general manager. I mean, obviously more recent, I've, I would have to look back at things that were, you know, beyond like four, five to 10 years ago, obviously. Alex but, Rodriguez, of
0: course, greatest Yankee of all time.
1: <laughs> I love a rod. Um,
0: He's such a king. How
1: about how about getting Cleaver Torres for essentially nothing? <laughs> like,
0: yep. Yeah.
1: That's that's got to be a pretty good
0: one. Yeah, and you. I, Andrew, I mean,
1: I would have loved. It. I mean, I will say I do love Clint Frazier, but I think if the Yankees had Andrew Miller in 2017, I think they won the World Series. But possibly, I think so. Possibly. That, that one was a top. I loved Andrew Miller. He was one of my favorites. Uh, I do love. I Andrew do love Miller Clint too. though too, but yeah.
0: yeah I man. do love Andrew Miller, but. Hey, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good season, and and hopefully, you know what, we're here.
1: And hopefully this MLB season goes a lot smoother than that freaking fiasco that we saw on channel seven every Monday night.
0: I pray to Jesus that it does. And we can close out this show with talking about The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, some quick thoughts. I mean, what a freaking disgrace. I mean, like you just don't pick a winner. Like, well, this is The Bachelor, buddy.
0: I don't know if I really want to marry you. I don't know if I'm ready for that. But I'd love to date you. You want to go out with me?
1: Yeah, that was the Come on! It felt like the show just saying, hey, man, like, we can't set this principle for future contestants. Like, you need to just come up with something. Like, it was like, oh, I love, uh, I have so many feelings for all these women, yada, 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 both these women I love. And then the mom's like, but feelings fade. He's like, you're right. Like... All of a sudden, you just don't feel. Come on, man. Come on.
0: All bu- all bullshit. And again, he, he
1: better not get another chance of being the bachelor either. Like I have no desire to see Matt James again.
0: Uh, he he already said that he's just completely removing himself from the franchise.
1: And, I saw that he's getting like a therapist or something too. Like that's what happens when you bring people in here though that are not affiliated with the franchise. you, past thank contestant. You. Like. You know, I get it. They want to be diverse, and there's plenty of other, you know, people of color from past seasons that you could have had.
0: I agree. The Bachelor. I agree. And, Jake, I will say, if we look back with The Bachelor versus The Bachelorette, The Bachelorette, we've had some great ones over the years. Uh, The Bachelors just
1: don't have their shit together.
0: No. The best Bachelor, the last... The last one that I can say is great or was great was Ben Higgins.
1: You didn't like Colton? No. Dweeb. Absolute.
0: I didn't mind. I didn't think Colton
1: was terrible. Well, we know what the worst one ever is. I mean, Matt James might be the worst one ever, but um, Uh, Juan Pablo. I mean, that's tough to
0: beat him. It's very tough to beat Juan Pablo, but I think Matt might be up there and Peter too. Well, the worst bachelorette we just saw was Claire, was Claire. Claire Crowley. Yeah, no doubt.
1: No doubt. No question I thought Tayshia was a pretty good bachelorette, though. I,
0: I thought, thought Tayshia was season, great.
1: You know, I, I I think she was good. Shouldn't be replacing Chris Harrison as a host, though, but it's
0: okay. No, absolutely not. And then
1: I don't know if you saw. He um, expects to be back. And he, le- he lawyered up, I saw, too, Chris Harrison. Good,
0: he should. My king. Lawyer up. Fight, baby. It's not. It's not the Bachelor or that. Chris Harrison. Like, come I, on! Listen, man. I completely agree. And if you want, if you want to have Tasha and I forget who the other one, the other co-host is supposed to be for the Bachelor, right? It was Tasha and I forgot. It might have been Becca. I think Becca so. Coffrin it wasn't. Maybe?
1: It wasn't the chick that stirred it up with Chris Harrison, right? no,
0: no, 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 no. No, no it's not Rachel. No, it's not Rachel. Thank God.
1: No. So yeah. I, I think, think Tate, uh, yeah, I think they should do a good back job. Back. Don't get me wrong. But I just think Chris Harrison should be the host of The Bachelor. Like, well, you could think both things,
0: right? There were there were some whispers, at least, that Chris could be back for paradise. Wow. What an entrance that <laughs> Which would be. Would going be. To wow. Chris, or, you, or at least you tease it. You just start you started off with, say, you have, I don't know say you have like Ben, say it's just Ben Higgins is the host of paradise, whatever. And then all of a sudden Chris just walks in. I, I, the roof on my house would be shaking. I do. I think Katie, I've kind of changed my mind
1: a little bit on Katie to be honest with you, but I don't know how good Michelle. I think Michelle is a little too normal for the franchise. If that makes sense.
0: You know, Jake, I said the same thing is that I love Michelle too much where I think she's going to be an, awful bachelorette in terms of entertainment katie is going to be awesome she she might yeah i think she's gonna be awesome michelle i just don't think there's gonna be enough enough bravado if that makes sense enough flavor enough pizzazz because i think she is too normal too normal i think she's way too normal I like her a lot, and I want to see her find someone on her season. Absolutely, but she's too normal. Whereas yeah. Katie, Katie is going to fucking kill it. I
1: would have loved, obviously, Abigail to be the Bachelorette, but dude, I freaking loved if MJ was the Bachelorette.
0: How how would and put Jasenia and MJ on Paradise? Please, I think Lord have mercy. I don't know if
1: Josenia would be about that, but dude, how about Brittany and Anna?
0: Yes, please.
1: I think I think Anna's kind of done with the franchise, though. Oh, oh, I think so too. She's done. But I think MJ would be. I think MJ would be about Paradise. How about Kit on Paradise too? Yep. Yep. And put our King
0: Bennett there too.
1: And you need to put Ed and Jason there too. Like that's that's a
0: prerequisite. All for it. I I even think you you could put uh Ben there too from Tasia's season.
1: I I really want to see Ben as the next Bachelor. I feel yes, like he'd please. be an, a great Bachelor. Yes, please or Bennett. No, nah, Bennett would be a terrible Bachelor. He Bennett, would be a, he would be he would be nah, an Bennett, awful no, 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 Bachelor. No. Where Bennett you is know, paradise guy.
0: Where group dates are spent at uh luxury country clubs out in the Hamptons.
1: No, nah, yeah, Bennett is not, Bennett can't be a Bachelor a bachelor no shot i
0: would i mean hell i would love it it would be, be more airtime for my king bennett no he can't be i mean listen i, I got killed
1: i got killed by everybody for liking mj this year everyone hated her i'm what? like you know, why what was it big hair big hoops big attitude I and mean, come on now Wh-
0: what's wrong with that
1: they thought she was very mean and insensitive oh I forgot give this was me the, a
0: break i forgot this was the ultimate feelings uh I was about to I was about to say wait JV Varsity that's offensive Give yeah. me a break Give me a break is right Hey I'm going to I'm, I'm going to play this is terrible radio but I'm playing my violin for uh for you and your friends that or yeah. for your friends that were upset by uh MJ's insensitivity Grow up Grow up is right JV it's... versus Varsity is is
1: it's offensive
0: Give me a fucking break Anyhow, thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk podcast. You can find every episode of the Basement Talk podcast family of podcasts, which include, of course, the Basement Talk podcast, the Basement Talk podcast fantasy show, and the rest of our family of shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, anywhere you find your podcast, you name it. Adam is way better at this outro stuff than i am i still have not learned from him so please forgive me i know adam is the favorite on the fantasy show jake is the favorite on here so hate me all you want it's totally fine. so we will be back next week we'll be talking i'm sure about whatever comes out in, in the news we'll have to do a football update at some point that probably will happen next week and then we have to start geared up to the draft so at some point are we doing a are we doing a bolt prediction show for uh, for the draft maybe maybe we do a bolt prediction show for the draft maybe we do like a crossover uh, basin talk podcast basin talk podcast fantasy show and we just do a three way um, bolt prediction show we could potentially I, do you that. you know me
1: I love the draft I love uh, you know I'm not like Daniel Jeremiah but I have my own rankings for players and
0: listen not not everyone could be as handsome and as stunning as Daniel Jeremiah.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I try my best and you know, very very uh very rare I have good takes, so you're just going to have to enjoy them.
0: And you know what? We are all for bold takes here on this podcast because that's what we're here for. Once in a while I have a good take.
1: Yeah, you you were on it tonight. you I'm too I'm too that. negative though according to my uh my Jet's podcast my, my Jetsway podcast followers. we Rid- are too negative.
0: Ridiculous. There's is, there's is no such thing. You are home on the Basement Talk podcast, Jake, where the people love you. And, and hate. it. It's a good, uh, good
1: change. Yeah.
0: You know? Yes, where you're not, you're not getting, uh, you're not getting uh, profane, profanity laced insults launched your No. Way. Thank no. goodness. Thank, thank goodness for that. Because this nice. is a, this is a community surrounded by kindness. So, for Jake, I am Bird. Everyone, please enjoy baseball. It's back, the great American pastime. It's finally finally back. Have a wonderful week. And- Fucking to you we go next together, time bye bye crazy world, choices I've only got.